You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. Today I want to talk about something that's hard to pin down. But I've been in kind of a reflective mood for the last several days. And um, it started with um, me deciding I was going to watch something different on one of the demand channels. And so I began watching the documentary Val, which is about Val Kilmer. And he was quite a cinematographer all of his life still is and he has reels and reels and warehouses of film that he took when he was a child with his brothers and all the way up to his present day and on a lot of his films and he finally allowed people to sift through all that and come up with this hour and a half or hour and maybe 50 minute documentary And um, I was struck with his creative gifts and his spirituality he's had all of his life, the result of trauma, of his brother's death, um, so many things. I don't want to spoil it for you. And then his rise to fame, which produced money for him, but never was the kind of acting that he wanted only to be robbed of the way to make a living through throat cancer. Then I was reading a friend's book where she talked about her mother's mental illness and her mother committing suicide when she was a young child and the effects it had on her for many, many years. And then today I read um, that Michael K. Williams was found dead at 2 a.m. the other morning in his apartment. And if you don't know him by name, I know you know him by his acting ability. He played Omar in The Wire on HBO. And he was the wonderful actor with the scar down the middle of his forehead. And I was reading an article about him where he has constantly had a problem with addiction. And I don't know what caused his death, so I'm not even going to conjecture about all that. But he had trouble with drug addiction, and he discussed it openly in interviews. And he made a lot of money on the wire, but it uh, finally his addiction led him to living in a suitcase on the floor of a house in Newark. And um, in order to finish filming the series, he was supported by his church because he'd already used all of his money. And then one day in 2008, he had a moment of clarity at a rally, rally for Barack Obama in, in Philadelphia somewhere in Pennsylvania, and with Mr. Williams in the crowd, he was there with his mother, Mr. Obama, remarked, not really knowing that he was in the crowd, that The Wire was the best show on television, that Omar Little was his favorite character. And after the rally, he went and met Mr. Obama, and he was very high, he could barely speak. But he said, hearing my own name came out of coming out of his mouth woke me up. He told the New York Times that in 2017, and he said, I realized that my work 
could actually make a difference. And then today I ran across another poem. I read one to you the other day. This is just stunning. It's by a young woman by the name of Gina. P-U-O-R-R-O. I'm not sure whether I'm spelling it, I'm pronouncing it correctly. And I'm going to read it to you. I hear there's a bounty on my womb, a high price in the currency of power and control, in the currency of violence and cowardice. You want to make a home in this body, penetrate it with your power and lust, and demand that I carry the seed you've planted, pretending to protect where we both know your concern is for birth and not for life. I've seen the way you watch as young mouths go unfed, as young arms are torn from their mother's embrace, as young bodies are raped and ravaged and locked away in the land of the free and the home of the brave. You read me ghost stories from the good book about purity and innocence and all the way my body is wrong and all the ways my body does not belong to me. But I prefer different fairy tales, the ones that were woven from an ancient mother's womb, whispered to her from deep in the earth, ones that teach me that I am fire and water and that I am land and thunder that I'm holy and sacred, and that I am a great creator and destroyer, that I belong to me and only me, and I belong, and I alone will decide. I hear there's a bounty on my womb, but you seem to forget that I'm the huntress, and I can smell the fear dripping from your cowardly words, and I dare you to try to hold my fire in your bare, trembling hands. She has a website that says, Join Her, Gina, G-I-N-A, P-U-O-R-R-O dot com and get on the wait list for her upcoming book of poetry that seems to come out in October of 2021. So I seem to be surrounded this weekend by, you know, Val Kilmer's, my friend's book, Gina's poem, the artistry and the creative ability of Michael Williams. And I guess I want to say again to you listening what I said to you in March don't die with the music still in you. If there's something that you keep getting an urge to do, be, say, write, draw, whatever, and you keep pushing it aside because you don't really believe in yourself, do it, try it, be it, say it, sing it, whatever. That stirring is in your soul and it's there for a purpose. What if we had never seen this brilliant work of Omar that Michael Kelly was able to do, Mike, excuse me, Michael Williams was able to do. And what if we'd never seen I'm Your Huckleberry <laughs> that Val Kilmer did, or all the other wonderful roles that he did? And what about this beautiful poem? And who knows how many other gorgeous poems she's got in this book coming out that Gina did. And my friend who wrote this painful book about her painful periods of her lives, and she is helping young people today. I don't know what I would title this podcast other than Reflections of Artistry and Creativity, but what you have to offer is important. So don't let it go to waste. Just do it. Just follow your heart. Follow the nudging. Don't argue with a hunch. Don't argue with a hunch. Florence Shin wrote that in a book a long, long time ago. And it really resonated with me the first time I read it. So I'll pass it on because Florence is long dead. Don't argue with a hunch. Just do it. 
Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.